0: leaders, so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder, and I am once again at Gatwick Airport. Um, I suppose it's my sort of spiritual home. Um, As you will know, I was born just about a mile or so away from here, but I am back Surprisingly, or it wasn't on my bingo card actually, to talk about the strikes that are being called for the 28th of July for four days and on the 4th of August for four days. And I want to talk about why they're happening and what the chances are that they might be called off. So, here's the background every airline has its own handling company. Sometimes the airlines will actually do their own handling. So, for example, uh, Ryanair at uh, Stansted Airport has their own offshoot called Ryanair Blue, which does their uh, ground handling here at Gatwick. British Airways and Whaling actually have a company called um, GGS, Gatwick Ground Services, which does theirs. But most of the time it is specialist uh, multinational uh, handling companies uh, such as for example Swissport and DHL and they will do the handling and by that I mean they will check in passengers they will handle the bags they will dispatch the aircraft so absolutely essential personnel to any aviation operation and if they were not around then things would unravel very very quickly and Well, today, the Unite Union said that they were calling these strikes among ground handlers working for four separate companies. So there's actually four different uh, disputes going on, but at the root of them, it's basically all about pay. Um, There's also concern, I understand, about sick pay and the idea that, uh, well, they are getting uh, a raw deal at a time when the airlines are making large amounts of money. Um, as you will know, Gatwick, busiest single runway airport in the world. There's very, very little slack in the system, which is why when things start to unwind, they can go very badly wrong very quickly. And the idea that you could take out of the equation these groups of aviation professionals with so much expertise so much local knowledge where you can't easily replace them by management you can't replace them by people brought in from other airports very easily there is talk of contingency arrangements but i'm afraid i cannot see what uh, exactly they would be and so therefore it's very much the situation where you have um, strikes apparently going ahead which would affect specific airlines but Actually, the specific airlines they would affect are pretty much those that um, you would know about anyway. So it's EasyJet, which is handled by DHL. Uh, You've got British Airways and its uh, sister company, Vueling. They are handled by um, GGS, Gatwick Ground Services. You've also got TUI. Um, the biggest holiday company in the uk uh, they're looked after by asc and then finally menzies aviation handling Whiz Air and some other airlines now crucially it's not going to affect everybody so for example turkish airlines um, emirates uh, they are handled by other airlines um D- donata does uh, Those two. There's also Red Handling, which looks after Norwegian and Norse, and TAP Portugal. And if you're with one of those, then things really shouldn't um, uh, go wrong. But the big problem is if there are uh, severe problems with um, uh, GGS or with DHL or with ASC or with Menzies Aviation, then uh, I'm afraid it's going to get very, very tricky very very quickly so is there any chance of it being called off oh yes there is i've just actually been chatting to a a member of the ggs ground handling operation for british airways he said yeah the um ground handlers completely underestimated the strength of feeling among workers and now they suddenly realize that they are facing these strikes and that's somehow got them uh, to to kind of focus on what's going on. And so I'm optimistic about that i talked to the union as well they say no we're absolutely serious about this it's not a question of us just throwing our weight around and uh, trying to squeeze a bit more money out of the employers we we are very serious about what we are doing so um yes it's a, a difficult situation for people to be in And unfortunately, at this stage, there's very little you can do apart from just hope for the best. So sit on your hands. It's um, a a ridiculous thing to say, well, here we are with them. Uh, two weeks to go, many, many people, of course, looking forward hugely to their holidays. What can they do? I'm afraid you can talk to your airline, you can talk to your holiday company and say, look, I'm really worried about this. We've been desperately looking forward to our family holiday. And they're just going to say, sorry, we don't know what's going to happen yet. We're hoping there's going to be a settlement and therefore normal terms and conditions apply. Now, if we get to within a few days of a strike actually taking place, then I imagine all kinds of um, special measures will come into place. And I would imagine there would be quite a lot of flexibility for rebooking subject to seats being available. But I'm afraid apart from that, all I can suggest is that you... Um, are in the position of um, knowing what your rights are under European air passenger rights rules. So the big concern among everyone is what's going on. The short answer is nobody knows but those rights are so important. If your flight is cancelled then the airline has to get you to where you need to be as soon as you can and pay for accommodation and meals while you're waiting. Trouble is that's an awful lot easier to say than it is to secure in these difficult times. Anyway thank you very much for listening I hope that you have a good weekend I will be back again on Monday. Goodbye.